0: Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact.
1: And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're here talking about topics that no one
0: ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can also be lonely and isolating, which is another reason we're here, to help make moms like you know that you're not alone.
1: Now it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor and healthcare providers directly about any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby.
0: We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about everything pregnancy and life as a mom. So grab your cold coffee and tea that's been sitting out for three hours and let's have a chat. Well,
1: hey Amanda. How are you? Hello, how are you? Good, how are
0: you? I am good,
1: thank you. Are you ready to do some talking today? I am ready and okay. Uh, excited. Okay, so today we are going to talk about your birth experience with We're tw- going to talk about the twins. Yeah. yeah. Your birth experience yeah. with the twins. So okay. your experience like multiples is an entirely different world that a woman faces. Completely different. Totally yeah. different. And then, on like, top of it,
0: a lot of people don't realize is that, regardless like if you're trying to have a vaginal delivery with multiples, you still have to deliver in an operating room
1: right, and so you yeah. elect you had a c section a an, a planned yes. c section with the, t- the boys, right
0: It was a planned c section um well for the main reason was at first they were both um, breach so they were actually bunking. They were like on bunk beds. They were like this. And um, so then at one point, baby A was head down and um, Dr. Strauss said, okay, well, you know, if you still want to have a C-section, we can do it. Or if you want to try vaginal, we can try that too. Um, so my uncle is um, a, a doctor and he assists on lots of C-sections and stuff. and so oh, really? I, I didn't my- realize that. Yeah, yeah, he does. So um, he kind of does that on the side, the surgery thing. So he's generally a family doctor, but he does assist with surgeries. So I called him up and I said, like, what do I do? And he said to me, well, he said, the nice thing about having a C-section is, you know, baby B it will be out too. They go, one's out, the other one's out, right? He said, if there's going to be a complication with the vaginal delivery, it's going to be with baby B. Right. And you have two
1: babies you have to get out.
0: Well, yeah. So, um, because what happens with baby B is usually they have to turn baby B. So they have to like reach up, turn baby B. So that baby B is in the proper position. Right. Yeah. So if there's going to be a complication, it's usually with the second baby.
1: Now, can I ask you, you said that the boys were bunk bed, and yep. how was bottom A, baby A, and then top baby B, or how yes. was that? Yes, sorry,
0: yes. The so baby, baby, baby A is always on the bottom, it would be the first one that comes out, baby okay. B would be the second one that comes out. Okay, so baby
1: yeah. A is the closest to the cervix, Yes. and then
0: baby B is the float. The out. one on top, yeah. Okay so uh and as long as baby a is in um the proper position so down head, head, down, head down yeah yeah then you can deliver vaginally so um, my roommate from university actually has twin boys who's a year and three days older than mine and uh so christine actually did do it vaginally and wow. both boys were it was a smooth delivery um and I just decided that, you know what, I'd plan on a C-section. I had um, really researched C-sections. So I'm like, and after talking to my uncle, I'm like, I'm just going to go with the C-section. So uh, it was scheduled. And they could have come earlier, like um, like your birth story with Freya well, and Finn. Um, because twins, um, they sometimes come around 35 weeks. Yeah. Um, so my boys were... Uh, 36 and six they were so a few hours off what's the goal
1: like the kind of like the goal marker for twins is it 36 weeks or 37 weeks is the goal for twins
0: 37 weeks yeah they like dr strauss um our ob said that he wouldn't let me go past thirty thirty-seven 37 weeks so i would have had it in the 30 he wouldn't let me go into the 38th week so um and why is why is that uh, because, like, you're so big and then there can be more complications. Okay. Um, because I was already, with the two babies, I was over what you would be at 40 weeks, right? Like, with one baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, because I've got, I had, like, two of everything, right? Like, I, they were um, dichorionic, diamniotic. So, there was two amniotic sacs and everything that goes with having a so, baby
1: so with twins let's just clarify that so twins there are three types of twins is that correct
0: there is um well dichorionic diamniotic there is i'm gonna screw I'm going this to, up. i'm gonna put you on the spot there's so, mono die and then there is i'm gonna leave it in the comments
1: <laughs> okay so <laughs> i'm gonna
0: screw this up so but there di- are a few different types of twins. So
1: dichorionic means that they are sharing. They have their own umbilical cord, correct?
0: Yes, they have and their own they, everything.
1: Yeah, so they are that's two individual twins.
0: It's most common for fraternal twins, although right. you can still be identical and have a separate sac. Okay. The whole twi- world of twins is. Um, we'll
1: do, we'll go into that in another another episode. Very,
0: very crazy, and there's a whole bunch of yeah, yeah. I almost okay. kind of have to d- draw um, diagrams, um, but I know I would, I know I would uh, screw up the name. So okay. I'll so later.
1: your twins
0: were so in twin. their
1: individual sacs.
0: Yes. At individual
1: umbilical cords. Yes. They had it had is the most, common tw- the most common type of twins.
0: It is. Yes. And so
1: it is also the safest. It is. Assuming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because they have they have or, their own everything. I guess yeah. I
1: should say the most low risk.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, sure, um, continue. No, no, that's good that we, we clarified everything. <laughs> so um, so my twins are uh, fraternal. You can definitely tell them apart, although some people think they look identical. No, I, they look so
1: different. I think they look different too. I agree.
0: Um, and uh, so they had their own everything. Um, it's more, more common to have twins when you're in your 30s, which yeah. I was. I was 33 when I got pregnant with them. Um, and it's basically what happens when you're in your thirties, you're more likely to release multiple eggs. So therefore you're more likely to have twins. Cause your body's like, Oh God, I got to get these out. I got to get them out. Yeah. So you're releasing all these eggs and then if both of them get fertilized, then you get twins. Yeah. So I or fraternal twins. So, um, Anyway, so, yeah, I elected for the Plan C section, and so we had the, the day set, and... You had date and time. Well, I didn't have the time till that morning, so yeah. what happens is Dr. Strauss says, I will call you at between... What was it? Oh, he called me at 7.30 is what he said. Yeah. yeah like, I I'll remember. call you at 7.30. I'll yeah. have a time at 7.30. Um, and it was like, right at 7.30, Dr. Strauss calls me, and... Uh, He's like, okay. He's like, go eat something really quick. You have to eat it before eight o'clock, but you can You're you need to be at the hospital for one thirty, and um, so I was like, okay. So I went and I rushed down. I think I had toast, and I was exhausted because I was up half the night. I know because we were up. You were up. at four o'clock texting, in the morning texting, texting you. Me. you at five o'clock in the morning because you're yeah. a Freya. Yeah, and um, it was just like nerves and like you know it was exciting. And, um, so we went to the, we went to my parents' house first. I think I had to drop the dog off. Yeah. And so I dropped it off. My dad was there. I'm like, I love you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and um then uh, we went to the hospital and then they took us upstairs and then they um they're like okay you got to get your gowns on and so i put my gown on and then i took a picture of myself cuz i'm like oh this is my my uh last selfie i guess before i become a mom yeah. and then i remember lying on um they have kind of like a well, it was a hospital bed and They were, like, putting my IV in and stuff, and I remember being so uncomfortable that I was like, oh, my gosh, like, like, I kind of have to enjoy, like, feeling my belly because I'm like, this is, like, it. They're going to be out. I'm losing the belly and stuff, and at that point, we weren't thinking we were having any more kids, so I'm like, I'm never going to be pregnant again, (laughs) but I remember feeling, like, ginormous, and uh, before we actually left the house, Keith took a picture of me, and I was ginormous. Um, well, yeah,
1: you had two humans inside.
0: I had two humans, yeah. Although I felt ginormous with the uh, Caroline, and then I look at the pictures side by side, and I'm like, I was so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after they they prep you and stuff, I had to like wait for a bit. There was like a bit of a delay, and then uh, they came in. They're like, okay, well, we're gonna take you down to surgery. So they wheeled me down and it's like in the basement of the hospital um mm-hmm. <laughs> the Cambridge hospital is an older hospital um they've actually just added an addition that was supposed to be ready for the birth of our first children yeah it was supposed not. to be ready for
1: us no and it's still not
0: open this is it like will be daily.
1: opening soon
0: I think January.
1: Yeah, it opens yeah.
0: soon. So if you yeah. have another baby, baby Macintosh number three will be born in the new wing and I will yeah. come visit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they take you like down and it was kind of like sketchy because I'm like, I can see like all the pipes and mm. stuff, right? You,
1: because you were twins, you had to go to the big the operating room. room. Yeah. Not the so delivery in, like,
0: room. No, I was in like the theater. Yeah. yeah. And so in the theater, they've got two of everything. There is like... Um, they had like two of the bassinets for the babies. Each baby had their own team. There's a team for me. So there was like a million people in this operating theater. And, um, so, uh, basically I went there, I waited and then Dr. Did you walk
1: down or did you? No, no, no. I was
0: like, I had all the IVs and stuff. So they were were wheeled in. yeah, I was wheeled down and then, um, I was lying there. And we were just kind of hanging out and the, um, the anesthesiologist came over and she was talking with me and then Dr. Strauss came and we went in the theater and then, um, they actually, I think I walked into the theater though. And then, cause you had to get on like the actual operating table, right? Yeah. So then, like they like put me up there, and they're like, okay, they're like, okay, you gotta like get up and be hunched over like a cat. And I was so huge that it was like really hard for me to do that. Yeah. And, uh, I remember her saying, "You can't bend anymore, can you?" And I'm like, "No." And so then I had like the nurses trying to like push you down. Me. Yeah. And um, so I that she did that the first first shot she did it and um so then I um go and I lie down and then immediately they're like bang 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 like drapes going up they're like go get dad and like I was amazed at how quickly once that uh the spinal block was put in like how quickly they moved like it they move 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 and then like I just remember them going catheter going in and then so they were telling me what was happening, yeah. and then Doctor was like, "Can you feel me pinching you?" I'm like, nope. And like Keith was there, and then all of a sudden, they um, they were going. And Keith had a GoPro on his head, and I remember saying to him, "I think you need to turn the GoPro on." <laughs> and uh, so he turns the GoPro on, and uh, sure enough, like he turned it on, and then like you heard uh, baby A like crying and then uh, next thing you know um, the uh, baby b started crying from inside my stomach cuz his brother laughed really <laughs> yeah he swallowed a little bit of amniotic fluid cuz he started to cry and wow. doctor just like well that doesn't happen all the time and i'm like are you really surprised because like nothing with my pregnancy was normal like even the positions of the boys in my stomach like they were always mm-hmm. in the weirdest positions right yeah And, uh, so then the babies were out and how long were
1: they separate? Like how long between, do you know?
0: Oh, three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes between A and B. A and B. And, um, so then, uh, they, Dr. Raj Guru, who was our pediatrician, she was um, checking them over, making sure everything was okay. And then because twins are always considered preemies, they got whisked away to like do more testing and stuff. So Keith went with them. And then um, the um, anesthesiologist was really chatty and she was just uh, talking to me the whole time. I, they actually did let me hold them. I should add that before they wheeled them away. And, uh, it was kind of awkward because I like, it was like my head and I was like stoned. Did they kind of lay them on your chest upside down? So with the boys, they didn't, but with Caroline, I could hold her a little bit better. Like they kind of like did a skin to skin. I think because number one, there was two babies. They were considered preemies. They had to take them away anyways. So, um, I didn't do like skin to skin, but with Caroline, like she was like there while they were like sewing me up. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk about her first story. Yeah, we'll do another one because there's or, some different stuff in that. Yeah, the, having one is different than having two for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, then they just sewed you up and then they took me to recovery. And, um, so they wheel you into recovery and I had the most glorious nap in recovery because I didn't have the kids. There was other patients that had had surgery in this recovery room because it was the surgical recovery. And, uh, so I basically napped and every so often someone would come and wake me up to see if they, if I was getting the feeling back in my legs. And then once I had the feeling in both my legs, I went up to the room. So they, the guy wheeled me out. And um, they gave me, like, a morphine pump. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, they're like, if you're in pain, you can, like, pump, press the pump, right? Yeah. And uh, I think I was still on the lowest dose, but uh, it was self-administered until I got upstairs. And they, like, unhooked me, and then they started on oral tablets. So, um, yeah, I... It was really interesting because like, I'd never been in an operating theater. I was a little bit nervous about having major surgery done, um, but because I had kind of researched it, mm-hmm. um, I, I knew that I needed to stay ahead of the pain. Right. So I set my alarm to ask for the medication. Yeah, um, because at the hospital they don't just come every three hours you have to ask. So right. that's me advocating for myself and saying like I want the meds. So I just sent my iPhone and every three, I think it was three hours, four hours. However, they said you could take it like every, well, maybe it was four to six hours. That kind of sounds right. But you stuck uh, to the low end of that. Window. I stuck to the low end. Yeah. So if they said you could take it four to six hours. I took it every four hours. Um, and I never felt any pain because of it, so. That's lucky, that's really lucky. Yeah,
1: me and pain. So, so, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, so with your C-section, you did a lot of research, you planned yeah. it, is there anything that you would have done differently or that you did differently the second time? You don't have to go into detail, but like, is there anything different? Like, do you wish that maybe you had tried doing vaginally?
0: Um, with the twins? no um like I'm glad I didn't do vaginally personally um because I was concerned about baby B um getting out properly yeah Um, I knew someone who had complications with baby B and um so there was some like developmental delays because of it Mm um So I wanted to avoid that. So I was just like, you want to just get them out. I will recover. And I did. And um, so I would totally have done that all over again. Um, I think if you're having a C-section or even if you're not knowing about having a C-section is beneficial because I know people who have had to go for emergency C-sections who were clueless about what happens, right? Because they didn't think it was going to happen. They're like, oh, I was... Ben, you know, I was found a bet that I was going to deliver vaginally and it didn't happen. And then they had to have a C-section. So I think knowing about C-sections is beneficial, even if you don't have to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of glad that I just kind of, I kind of went with the flow of the C-section because mm-hmm. um, there's not really anything you can do anyway. So I'm like, okay, um, I educated myself as to what was going to happen. I knew that I I just kept telling myself I just have to do this once right because I'm like I'm having these babies now so this has to happen once and then yeah. I never have to have another c-section or I never have to have another baby ever again right yeah. if I don't want to so that was kind of the way I got through it the downfall to having a benefit or can't a even c-section. Talk, a c-section uh was that like I was so stoned in my mind that like um, not that it, it was kind of like a bit of a fog, right? Like right. Yeah, fog. yeah. Because like you're on like some pretty serious drugs. Like I remember everything, but like even when I look at the video, like my eyes are like shot, and like I'm like talking like really slowly because <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoned. Right. Well, you had
1: major like a C-section, as common as it is today, it is still a major surgery
0: it is oh yeah definitely
1: major major surgery even though it is kind of considered a common common thing in like birthing practices now and more so in some places than others but like it's still massive surgery
0: it is major surgery and it takes six weeks to heal like you it seems like you're it well six weeks they say until you can start lifting over 10 pounds. So like you could lift your baby, but like I couldn't lift the babies in the car seats. People no. had to do that for me. Yeah. And so because of that, I needed to have around the clock help because I had two babies. And um, yeah, so I made sure that for the first three months with twins, I had around the clock help, but mm-hmm. definitely the first six weeks you need help because you can't, you can't lift, right? So. Is there anything
1: that you were, even with all your research that you were surprised about or shocked you um or do you think like you did a lot of research and you were you were i was very well prepared.
0: i was very well prepared um but like i didn't didn't realize how cold the operating room is and like things like that and it it didn't really bother me but i was like oh this is like really kind of chilly right um so the spinal block mine went really smoothly and I didn't realize that there's, like, they have to give you, like, three different pokes, okay. right? there's, like, there's They put this thing on your back, and it's kind of cold. And then, like, yeah. there's all these, like, different pokes that they have to do um, mm-hmm. because they have to, like, insert stuff. So, like, they insert a tube into you, and then they you, – you'd have to Google it because – uh, No, don't the- Google it. Don't Google it you don't want to see it. Probably not a good idea. No, if you're pregnant, don't Google it. You don't want to, you don't want to see it. um, Yeah, it, uh, so that kind of surprised me. I just thought it was kind of like, you got a needle, but it took a little bit longer than that. Um, But it didn't hurt as much as I thought it was going to. Um, So yeah, there's, there's always going to be a little bit of surprises. Uh, Like even when I had Caroline, like, there were things that I had experienced the first time that I experienced again, but like I, I was like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot, like how cold the operating room is, right? Like just mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you need to ask for a warm blanket. Yeah, but they can't give you a warm blanket. They can't put it over your chest. Mm, I don't know that. Like my
1: abdomen, is my tummy's a little cold. If well, you just put that, a warm blanket over it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because
0: <laughs> all of that is under like is under um, like they they uh I can't even think of words right now they uh sterilize your whole stomach right yeah. like there's like this big stomach drape over you and they sterilize all the stuff and um so yeah like you really can't and your arms are like strapped down because you got all those yeah stuff. you're
1: like out, oh,
0: right you're out yeah like you're like
1: oh. your arms are out like you're on your arms are out
0: yeah yep. and uh so, yeah, just things like that. But, like, I kind of was like, okay, I'm just going to kind of go with the flow. These people know what they're doing. I can't do anything differently. Um, so the whole surgery I felt was kind of out of my hands. Um, so the only thing I could do was, like, prepare myself to know what was going to happen during the surgery. And Dr. Strauss is amazing. And he, uh, he would answer all your questions. And he kind of, like, went over, this is what's going to happen. So it's important
1: um, to, like, really trust your doctor.
0: Yeah, and right. so the benefit to um, me having the C-section is at the Cambridge Hospital, um, they basically work together as a team. So there's six doctors, and you get the doctors on call when you have a vaginal delivery. Well, because yeah. I had a, a scheduled C-section, Doctor Strauss, who was my OB, who I had this relationship with, was the one who delivered. Because um, he
1: booked his, your C-section he booked on his
0: ship on yes. So I, regardless, was going to deliver on his shift unless, uh, my water broke or I went into labor early. Yeah. So, um, anyways, it worked out perfectly and he delivered and, um, I had again done my research when it came to OBs and he was the one I felt most confident with. And, uh, he was a great choice cause you and I both love him. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so uh, having a C-section, I know a lot of people feel that, you know, they didn't get the whole birthing experience, but I think your birthing experience is whatever you make it. Um, And you get to own your birthing experience, and sometimes it doesn't go the way that you want it to. Mm -hmm. And as Dr. Strauss told me, it's the people who have these elaborate birthing plans that go horribly wrong, right? Because like the more the more things you want, the more things are less likely to be go wrong. By. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's kind of unrealistic. So like, um I kind of told him, I'm like, my birthing plan was he was gonna tell me what was happening and what I had to do. Yeah. And then I was gonna do it. Because I said to him, I'm like, you're the medical professional. I've never done this. And so you tell me what I need to do and then I'm just gonna do it. So yeah. I think
1: it's important too, like with the birth plan is like, yes, it's okay to have a birth plan, but oh, also sure. to have that idea and that knowledge that things change very quickly in a delivery room. And yeah. no matter what's on your birth plan, the result is a healthy and happy baby and a healthy mom.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: part of your birth plan needs to be that you're willing to do something flexible and make sure that if something is not working, that you're gonna do something like you're okay with something else happening. I think that sets a lot of women up to be successful in their birth if they are flexible.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm like, and things like, I, you know, I know there's like eye ointment and stuff that some women don't want and like things like that you can control. So that's fine, right? But like mm-hmm. there's things that happen, you know, when you're laboring or when you're having a C-section that you just, there, it's you can't control it so you just kind of have to go with the flow but yeah there are things that you can control sure you can yeah put that as part of your plan but so clearly you would, it,
1: like you had go. a positive c-section experience because you ended up having a third baby a so later on and you chose to have a c-section again so like I, yeah that and we'll talk about that on another episode about
0: a single C-section and why I I chose it, I guess. Yeah. But
1: but clearly you had a positive experience and it was
0: wonderful. It couldn't have gone better. So Um, research
1: pays off. I think
0: like having, I do it's making yourself
1: prepared and being aware of it.
0: Yeah. Because then you're, you're prepared, you know what's happening. And I think that's one of the ways that I felt that I could own the C-section is knowing what's happening so that I wasn't scared. Right. So,
1: yeah. I'm glad that it worked out and that you have two beautiful, healthy boys. Thank you. And yeah. yeah so I think, I think we'll leave it there. Cause
0: that's, that's a it good, for this.
1: One. Yeah. yeah. That's a good. Yeah, I don't have anything boys. to add. So yeah. Why not cut it there?
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of that pregnancy podcast. If you have any questions, comments or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.